Welcome to Artificial Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest positive innovations in technology, giving you a glimpse into a brighter future. Our podcast is completely generated by AI with the goal of giving you the most insightful and up-to-date information on advancements in technology. Please note that while we aim for accuracy, there may be some unintentional inaccuracies or repetitions, and we recommend referring to the episode description to find links to the sources of all of the information summarized here. And here's our update for today, Saturday, August 5, 2023. Taking a look at more AI updates, Google is planning a major overhaul of its Google Assistant, focusing on generative AI. The company aims to reorganize the assistant team around its new large language model, LLM, called Google Bard. An email from Google VP Piyush Ranjan and Director of Product Duke Dukelis reveals the new direction, emphasizing the desire for conversational technology that can enhance users' lives. The restructuring involves merging the services and surface teams, separating the mobile team, appointing new leadership for the natural language processing, NLP team, and maintaining support for the speech team. Despite the jargon-filled communication, it appears that significant changes are underway. However, Google's track record of being deeply committed to various initiatives raises skepticism about the future of the Assistant. Notably, Google has halted hardware releases for the Assistant and reduced investment in third-party devices. While the integration of a language model into a voice assistant seems unclear, the primary concern with the assistant lies in voice recognition issues rather than text generation. Users typically expect quick and accurate responses when interacting with voice assistants, relying on them for tasks like setting timers or adding items to shopping lists. Another AI item to report, Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, is developing AI-powered chatbots called personas to enhance user engagement on its social media platforms. These chatbots will simulate human-like conversations and can take on different character forms, such as Abraham Lincoln or a surfer, like Travel Advisor. The move is a response to increasing competition from platforms like TikTok and the growing interest in AI technology. Meta has recently made significant investments in generative AI, including the release of a new large language model called Llama 2, which could power the upcoming chatbots. During an earnings call, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg mentioned the company's vision of AI agents acting as assistants and coaches, facilitating interactions between users, businesses, and creators. However, some experts have raised concerns about privacy and the potential for increased data exposure when interacting with chatbots. Critics have also expressed worries about social media addiction, suggesting that introducing engaging simulated personas into social networks may make it harder for some people to stop using them. Despite these concerns, Meta believes that its artificial personas could offer a fun and interactive element on its platforms, in addition to functioning as a search tool and providing recommendations. The company plans to launch them as early as September. In other AI-related news, DeepMind's latest AI model, RT2, has the ability to control robotic actions that it was not specifically trained for. By learning from both web and robotics data, RT2 can provide simple instructions to machines. In tests, the model displayed a 62% success rate in performing unfamiliar tasks, such as placing oranges in a matching bowl, surpassing its predecessor, RT1. Vincent Van Hauck, head of robotics at DeepMind, explained that RT2 can transfer knowledge from web data to inform robot behavior, similar to how language models learn from text on the web. The model exhibited impressive generalization capabilities, improved semantic and visual understanding of robotic data, and even demonstrated rudimentary reasoning skills. 
For instance, when asked to select an object that could be used as a hammer, RT2 correctly identified a rock as the best option. It also successfully followed user commands and performed multi-stage semantic reasoning. These advancements highlight RT2's ability to adapt and perform tasks beyond its original training scope, showcasing its potential for real-world applications. As we continue to highlight inspiring tech innovations, we ask you to please consider becoming a supporter through Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash artificial pulse. You can contribute to our mission to provide you updates of the latest positive innovations in technology. Also, in each episode, we'll mention the names of each of our supporters to thank them for their contribution. And higher tier supporters can have a short advertisement played in each episode of Artificial Pulse. Once again, thanks for listening and please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Next up in AI news, WiseCut, an AI-powered video editing platform, has secured a $1 million investment from Silicon Valley investor Tim Draper. The founders of WiseCut convinced Draper to pledge his support during a breakfast meeting, and the deal was sealed with a signed napkin. With this funding, WiseCut aims to expand its platform by implementing generative AI to automatically summarize audiovisual content. By incorporating OpenAI's GPT-4 technology, WiseCut plans to condense lengthy videos into thematic snippets, providing users with insightful content in just one minute. The company intends to allocate the funding towards team expansion, research and development, launching additional features, and expanding its market reach. WiseCut's goal is to streamline video editing for businesses, educational institutions, and content creators, revolutionizing the media toolbox. Leveraging generative AI algorithms, emotion recognition technology, and speaker tracking, WiseCut aims to gain context, transcribe audio, perform semantic analysis, and optimize visual composition. The platform will generate optimized titles and descriptions for YouTube and social media, offering a user-friendly interface and saving content creators time and effort. The funding will also be used to improve underlying AI algorithms and recruit experienced AI researchers and data scientists. On to the next piece of AI news, it sees 3D has launched the Avatar SDK Deep Fake Detector to enhance user identity protection. The digital identity and 3D graphics company aims to strengthen application integrity and user security by addressing the growing prevalence of synthetic avatars and deepfake technology. The platform utilizes machine learning algorithms to analyze facial features, distinguishing between genuine photos and synthetic 3D avatars. Unlike traditional deepfake detectors that focus on neural rendering, Avatar SDK trains on real photos and avatar renderings, analyzing the entire head image, including hair and neck. The SDK is designed to identify inconsistencies and markers characteristic of deepfakes, ensuring only legitimate users gain access to a platform. ITSE's 3D has packaged the Avatar SDK as a Docker container, enabling easy integration into enterprise applications and deployment on organizational servers. The SDK is compatible with various platforms, such as social networking apps, e-commerce platforms, and immersive gaming platforms. The development of the Avatar SDK was prompted by an incident in which malicious operators exploited ITSE's 3D's Avatar creation demo to bypass Bangladesh's facial verification system, raising concerns about potential voter fraud. With a detection accuracy of over 99% and a false alarm rate under 2%, the deepfake detector aims to protect confidential information and mitigate such issues. In other AI news, CoreWeave, a previously unknown cloud startup specializing in GPU-accelerated workloads, is now set to capitalize on the booming generative AI industry with its GPU cloud. 
the company has experienced a dramatic shift in fortune, securing over $400 million in funding, unveiling the world's fastest AI supercomputer in partnership with NVIDIA, and establishing a new $1.6 billion data center in Texas. CoreWeave's journey began in 2017 as an Ethereum mining company before pivoting to offer GPU acceleration at scale through a specialized cloud infrastructure. The company gained widespread attention when the availability of GPUs became scarce, leading to a significant investment influx and a successful Series B funding round. With projected revenues of $500 million this year and contracts worth nearly $2 billion for next year, CoreWeed has attracted major clients like Microsoft, positioning itself as a key player in the cloud computing industry. CoreWeave's success can be attributed not only to being in the right place at the right time, but also to its strategic partnership with NVIDIA, which has diverted its latest AI server chips to the company. Despite the ongoing GPU supply shortage, CoreWeave remains confident that GPUs will continue to support cutting-edge and compute-intensive AI models for the foreseeable future. In more news related to AI, Fiverr, the popular online marketplace for freelancers, has launched two new services called Fiverr Business Solutions and Fiverr Neo. These offerings aim to capitalize on the growing interest in AI-related skills and solidify Fiverr's position as a go-to platform for creative projects. Fiverr Business Solutions encompasses existing services like Fiverr Enterprise, which helps companies manage freelance talent legally and compliantly. It also includes Fiverr Certified, allowing software vendors like Amazon and Stripe to certify and promote experts who can assist clients with their technology. Additionally, Fiverr Pro, a premium offering that features hand-vetted freelancers, has been redesigned for larger customers with complex projects. The revamped Fiverr Pro now offers project planning services where a trained human expert joins a customer's project from start to finish. Notably, it introduces new payment options such as net terms. Fiverr's move comes as it recognizes the potential of generative AI tools and experiences a significant surge in demand for professionals with AI-related skills. With these new services, Fiverr aims to cater to mid-sized to large enterprise companies seeking assistance with their creative endeavors. In more news related to AI, Accio, a Massachusetts-based company, has secured $15 million in Series A funding to further enhance its no-code AI platform for businesses. The investment will enable Accio to scale and advance its platform, empowering business analysts to leverage AI technologies more effectively. The company aims to deliver an easy-to-use AI assistant that allows users to work faster, gain new insights, and make a greater impact within their organizations. Accio's platform provides enterprises with no-code tools to quickly build and deploy AI solutions for tasks such as churn reduction, fraud detection, and sales funnel optimization. By simplifying AI development and deployment, Accio enables users to streamline day-to-day operations and improve business outcomes. The platform offers AI-driven capabilities, including chat data prep, chat exploration, and forecasting models, which help automate data cleaning and preparation, identify patterns, and create forecasts. Accio already serves hundreds of customers, ranging from small marketing shops to large freight management companies. The no-code AI development space has been growing steadily, driven by the increasing demand for AI solutions and the scarcity of data science talent. Accio competes with other players like DataRobot, Google AutoML, obviously AI, and Fritz AI in this segment. Next up in AI news, AMD CEO Lisa Su predicts a recovery in the PC market during the second half of the year due to increased demand for artificial intelligence, AI. 
Despite a decline in revenue in the second quarter compared to the previous year, AMD launched several new products and expanded AI engagements. The company experienced strong sales in semi-custom system on a chip soak as Microsoft and Sony had healthy console demand. In the cloud sector, AMD introduced 30 new instances and announced the high-performance Genoa server processor. Sue expects double-digit sequential growth in Eve server chip revenue in the third quarter. AMD's Eek and Instinct processors continue to dominate the supercomputing market, powering many of the fastest and most efficient systems. Sue emphasized AMD's progress in meeting hardware and software milestones for data center AI solutions. The company's AI strategy focuses on delivering a diverse portfolio of GPUs, CPUs, and adaptive computing solutions, expanding their software platform, and establishing collaborative partnerships. Additionally, AMD announced the upcoming release of Advanced Instinct MI300X GPUs for generative AI applications. Sue also highlighted the expected growth in the PC segment driven by the adoption of Ryzen CPUs and increased AI integration. Continuing with the latest in AI advancements, leading textbook manufacturer Pearson is venturing into the world of artificial intelligence, AI, by introducing an AI study buddy to its back-to-school services. The company plans to launch a chatbot AI tool that will provide personalized support to students using its Pearson Plus and Mastering subscription services. The AI Study Buddy aims to offer real-time assistance without the influence of web-based AI models. Pearson CEO Andy Bird emphasized that the bot would not provide shortcuts but rather enhance the tutoring experience for students. While Pearson acknowledges the impact of AI on educational services, it reassured investors that technology would not replace textbook authors, but could potentially aid them in crafting lesson plans. The move comes as Pearson faces competition from Chegg, which has experienced reduced sign-ups due to AI chatbots like ChatGPT. Despite concerns about potential cheating and essay fabrication, Pearson remains focused on growth, boasting a 200% increase in paid subscribers for its Pearson Plus app. As the education industry explores AI-driven learning experiences, questions about maintaining academic integrity persist. Diving into our next topic about Apple, Apple has joined forces with Adobe, Pixar, NVIDIA, and Autodesk to establish the Alliance for OpenUSD. This collaboration aims to promote open standards for interoperable 3D tools and data, specifically focusing on Pixar's universal scene description, USD, technology. USD enables seamless interchange of 3D scenes, assets, and animations across various applications used in 3D content creation. By supporting round-trip asset workflows, it allows programs like Maya, Houdini, Autodesk 3ds Max, and Adobe Substance 3D Designer to work together effectively. Apple's involvement comes as they prepare to launch their Vision Pro Mixed Reality headset, recognizing the importance of OpenUSD in advancing AR experiences. The alliance seeks to address the industry's challenge of software compatibility by providing a common language for defining, packaging, assembling, and editing 3D data at scale. The project will be hosted by Linux's Joint Development Foundation to facilitate efficient development and gain recognition from the International Organization for Standardization. Major players in the augmented and virtual reality industry, including Unity and Epic Games, have expressed their support for the Alliance, emphasizing the significance of USD in establishing standards for 3D content and the open metaverse. Even IKEA sees AOUSD as a step towards a non-proprietary standard format for authoring and storing 3D content, enabling closer integration within their value chain. Turning our attention to clean energy innovations updates, a recent analysis by the University of California, Berkeley reveals that the United States possesses significant untapped potential for offshore wind energy. 
These resources could generate up to 25% of the country's electricity by 2050, aiding global climate goals. However, achieving this target requires a monumental effort as the U.S. currently has limited offshore wind capacity. Despite the Biden administration's efforts to open up coastal areas for development, the industry faces mounting political and financial challenges. The advantage lies in the widespread distribution of offshore wind potential across the East Coast, West Coast, Gulf, and Great Lakes regions. This resource is crucial for diversifying the clean energy supply and combating climate change. To limit global warming and meet the Paris Agreement targets, the U.S. must reduce greenhouse gas emissions to net zero by 2050. Additionally, the report highlights the need to add 27 gigawatts of offshore wind and 85 gigawatts of land-based wind and solar annually between 2035 and 2050. Currently, wind energy accounts for just over 10% of the U.S. electricity mix, predominantly from land-based turbines. Overcoming challenges such as specialized infrastructure and opposition from coastal communities is vital to tap into the vast offshore wind potential in the U.S., And now moving on to climate progress news, scientists are exploring a unique solution to combat global warming by creating a massive sunshade in space. Istvan Sapudi, an astronomer at the University of Hawaii, proposed the idea of shielding Earth from the sun's rays to mitigate climate change. Greenhouse gases trap sunlight, leading to rising temperatures, but it is the sun itself that generates the heat. Sapudi envisioned an umbrella located at the L1 Lagrange point between the Sun and Earth, which could block approximately 1.7% of solar radiation, preventing a catastrophic temperature increase. However, this ambitious project poses significant engineering challenges, as the shade would need to withstand the Sun's gravity, Earth's gravity, and constant solar radiation. To overcome this, Sapudi suggested using materials sourced from captured asteroids or lunar dust, which would serve as a counterweight tethered to a smaller shield. Although launching such a structure into orbit is currently impractical, advances in materials could make it feasible within several decades. This concept falls within the realm of solar geoengineering, which aims to reduce sunlight reaching Earth's surface to alleviate global warming. In other climate progress news, New Grants Program aims to accelerate climate solutions from scientific research. San Francisco-based venture firm 50 Years is launching a grant-making initiative to support scientists in transforming their research into practical climate change solutions. The inspiration behind this program came from Solugen, a sustainable chemicals startup in which 50 Years is an investor. Solugen's success prompted the firm to address the challenges faced by researchers seeking funding for translating their work into tangible products. The initiative aims to provide quick and accessible funding for scientists with technical expertise to demonstrate the feasibility and potential of their research. The application process is streamlined, taking no more than an hour, and decisions will be made within three weeks. Grants ranging from $25,000 to $100,000 will be awarded, with applications open to academic researchers until August 31st. 50 years, along with philanthropic backers EQT Foundation and Automatic, will fund the initiative without claiming equity or intellectual property rights over resulting companies or inventions. The goal is to enable deep tech research to make a meaningful impact on people and the planet, ensuring that valuable scientific discoveries do not remain unused but instead contribute to combating climate change. In other news related to innovative healthcare, Amazon Clinic has extended its virtual care service to all 50 states, enabling patients to engage in video doctor visits. This expansion allows individuals to connect with various telehealth provider groups that determine their own service rates. 
while Amazon estimates an average cost of $75 per visit, insurance coverage will not be accepted for these consultations. The move signifies Amazon's commitment to enhancing accessibility and convenience in healthcare by leveraging its established infrastructure and technological capabilities. By offering video doctor visits, the company aims to provide a more flexible and efficient healthcare experience for patients across the United States. This development aligns with the growing trend of telemedicine, which has gained significant traction in recent years, particularly during the COVID-19 pandemic. With Amazon's entry into the virtual care space, it is expected to further reshape the healthcare landscape and drive innovation in the delivery of medical services. Now transitioning to innovative technology updates, revolutionary prosthetic limb harnesses nerve signals for unprecedented control. Scientists have developed a groundbreaking prosthetic limb that connects directly to the wearer's nerves, enabling remarkable control and movement. The technique involves rerouting dissected nerve fascicles to existing muscles, amplifying muscle signals, and allowing real-time recording of nerve signals. By connecting implanted electrodes to a titanium implant in the upper arm, two-way communication is established between the body and the external prosthesis. The process, which took over six months, including a 12-hour surgery, successfully integrated the nerve fascicles into the muscles, providing adequate signals. Using machine learning algorithms, researchers map these signals to specific movements, programming them into the prosthetic limb. Within four months after the surgery, the patient achieved basic movements such as wrist flexion, finger opening, and individual finger movements. After about a year, the patient gained intuitive control over the prosthesis, executing movements with ease through thought alone. The platform allows independent movement of all five fingers and holds promise for future wireless development, although the vast amount of transmitted information poses a challenge. Scientists emphasize the need for replication in other patients, but are already refining the prosthetic platform and exploring sensory feedback. This transformative technology opens new possibilities for amputees, offering enhanced functionality and natural movement. Continuing our coverage on innovative technology introducing Anchor's latest addition to their lineup of GON chargers, a 240-watts desktop USB-C charger. Priced at $199.99, this powerful device supports fast charging for multiple devices, including the 16-inch MacBook Pro. With a maximum charging capacity of 140 watts, it promises efficient and reliable performance. Anchor's Prime GON chargers have gained attention since their announcement in June, and this new release is already available for pre-order on Amazon and directly from Anchor. Shipping is expected to commence in mid-September. This high-powered charger offers convenience and versatility, catering to the needs of tech enthusiasts and professionals who require fast charging capabilities for their devices. Anchor continues to innovate in the charging space, providing consumers with cutting-edge solutions that enhance their charging experience, and now we move on to innovative transportation news. The UK's first drone delivery service has been launched in the remote Scottish islands. Royal Mail and Skyport's drone services have partnered to provide mail delivery via drones to the residents of Orkney, specifically the islands of Gramsay and Hoy. The project aims to improve service levels and delivery times, as the current methods of ferry or small plane deliveries are often disrupted by weather and geography. The three-month trial period is expected to pave the way for a permanent drone delivery service, taking advantage of Orkney's unique landscape and the proximity of the islands. The all-electric Speedbird Aero DLV2 drone, capable of carrying payloads up to 6 kilograms and with an 8 kilometers range, will be used for the inter-island flights. The initiative aligns with Royal Mail's goal to reduce emissions and connect island communities.
The project is funded by the Department for Transport's Freight Innovation Fund, which focuses on greener and more efficient solutions for the freight sector. This development follows similar trials conducted by Amazon in the U.S. and SingPost in Singapore, indicating a growing trend in aerial delivery services worldwide. Next up in innovative transportation news, after a six-week pause for factory improvements, Ward is resuming production of the F-150 Lightning electric truck. The automaker plans to triple its output by achieving an annual run rate of 150,000 trucks by autumn. Ford's decision to temporarily halt production was aimed at implementing upgrades to enhance manufacturing capacity. With a restart, the company aims to meet the growing demand for electric vehicles and contribute to the transition towards sustainable transportation. The F-150 Lightning has garnered significant attention due to its impressive specifications and features, making it a highly anticipated offering in the electric truck market. Ford's commitment to expanding production capacity reflects its confidence in the popularity and potential success of the F-150 Lightning. As the automotive industry continues to embrace electrification, Ford's move to increase production signals its determination to remain competitive and cater to the evolving needs and preferences of consumers seeking eco-friendly alternatives. In other innovative transportation-related news, introducing the all-electric Volvo EX30, a compact crossover that is set to be Volvo's next major success. Priced at $34,950, the EX30 is one of the more affordable electric vehicle, EV, options in the United States, attracting buyers who have been deterred by high EV prices. Volvo aims to achieve mass market appeal with this car, targeting pre-family and post-family buyers, as well as those new to EVs and the Volvo brand. The EX30 boasts impressive features, including being Volvo's quickest car ever and having an interior made with sustainable materials. This small car represents a significant evolution for Volvo and aligns with their goal of becoming half-electric by 2025 and fully electric by 2030. By offering an affordable EV option, Volvo hopes to tap into a broader market and drive the adoption of electric vehicles. With positive reception from various markets, Volvo's EX30 is making waves as it enters the scene and challenges other players in the affordable EV space. In other news related to innovative transportation, Chevy is set to begin production of its Blazer EV SUV, starting with the AWD RS model. The first batch of vehicles will arrive at dealerships in August, with a price tag of $60,215. Chevy plans to introduce the second Lieutenant AWD trim later this fall, priced at $56,715. This move contrasts with recent trends of automakers reducing prices for electric vehicles, EVs. Ford, for example, has lowered prices on its Mustang Mach-E SUV and F-150 Lightning truck due to increased dealership inventory. Even Tesla has reduced prices multiple times, including its Model Y SUV. The base model of the Chevy Blazer EV, originally scheduled for release in Q1 2024 at $44,995, now has an unspecified release date. Instead, Chevy will focus on producing high-end SS trim versions during that time frame. The second Lieutenant AWD model offers features such as a large infotainment screen, digital instrument panel, heated seats, wireless phone charging, and 360-degree surround vision cameras. Chevy also plans to release additional variants, including forward versions of the second Lieutenant and RS trims, with the Blazer EV sharing the same Ultium EV platform as GM's other upcoming EVs. Chevy seems confident in pricing its current offering higher.
And now we move on to rockets-related news. Tonight, Northrop Grumman's Antares 230-plus rocket will embark on its final journey to the International Space Station, ISS, in its current configuration. The cargo mission, known as NG-19, will lift off from Wallops Island, Virginia, at 8.31 p.m. ET. With an 80% chance of favorable weather, the launch promises to be a spectacle for those living along the U.S. East Coast. NASA will provide live coverage of the event starting 8 p.m. ET via its website and app. Residents in the Mid-Atlantic region might be able to see the rocket after liftoff, weather permitting. The launch is significant because it signifies the retirement of the Antares 230+. Northrop Grumman plans to transition to the new Antares 330, featuring all-American built components and a more powerful first stage. The Cygnus capsule, carrying over 8,267 pounds of cargo, including experiments and supplies for the ISS crew, will be launched atop the Antares. If successful, it will reach the space station on August 4th and remain attached for at least three months. This mission also pays tribute to late astronaut Laurel Clark, as the Cygnus spacecraft has been named SS Laurel Clark in her honor. Shifting to science-related news, New research published in Nature suggests that methane could have formed more easily and widely on early Earth than previously thought. Methane, a greenhouse gas that helps keep the planet warm, is believed to have played a crucial role in making Earth habitable for life. The study's experiments demonstrated that methane can form through chemical reactions triggered by sunlight in water, suggesting that similar reactions could occur on sunlit rocky planets. This finding expands the potential for habitability in the outer regions of stars' habitable zones. The presence of methane in Earth's ancient rocks during the Archaean period supports the faint young sun paradox, where despite the sun being weaker, the planet remained warm enough for liquid water and the emergence of life. The research also indicates that these reactions may have influenced the atmospheric chemistry before the existence of life. Consequently, this discovery broadens the search for habitable worlds and highlights the need for caution when interpreting methane as a potential sign of life on other planets. In other news related to science, scientists have discovered the surprising secret ingredients that make up the pheromones of male moths. A study published in Current Biology reveals that male moths of the species Chloridea virescens, also known as the tobacco budworm moth, use a chemical cocktail consisting of alcohols, aldehydes, acetates, carboxylic acids, aliphatic polyunsaturated hydrocarbons, and plant compounds like methyl salicylate, MeSA. MeSA is commonly found in wintergreen oil, which is an ingredient in spearmint gum. These compounds are obtained from the male moth's diet. The research team, led by Professor Kobe Shaw from North Carolina State University, also found that MeSA increases the male moth's chances of mating. Female moths are attracted to the scent of MeSA, which acts as an aphrodisiac and influences their choice of mate. Additionally, the male's pheromone may serve as a repellent to other males. This discovery sheds light on the complex chemical communication between moths and provides insights into their courtship behavior. While humans have utilized MeSA in perfumes and food additives, our own courtship rituals are more intricate than simply relying on scents. Staying on the topic of space, President Biden has decided to keep the headquarters of U.S. Space Command in Colorado Springs instead of relocating it to Alabama, as proposed by the Trump administration. The decision comes after a thorough evaluation process by the Pentagon. The move ensures readiness in the space domain during a critical period and facilitates effective planning, execution, and integration of military space power. Space Command, originally established in 1985 and dissolved in 2002, was re-established by President Trump in 2019. 
it is important to note that Space Force and Space Command are separate entities with different responsibilities. The previous incarnation of Space Command was headquartered in Colorado Springs, where it has been temporarily located since its re-establishment. The permanent headquarters will bring numerous military and civilian jobs and have a positive economic impact. The Air Force's recommendation to base Space Command in Alabama drew criticism from Colorado lawmakers, who raised concerns about disruption to military operations. The Biden administration's review resolved the issue, and Space Command is expected to reach full operational capability next month with its permanent home in Colorado Springs. On to the next piece of space news, Air Force Sergeant spots pulsars before astronomers in groundbreaking discovery. In a surprising twist of science history, an Air Force staff sergeant stationed in Alaska may have beaten Jocelyn Bell Burnell to the discovery of pulsars. While manning a radar station, the sergeant noticed a faint signal on his scope that reappeared consistently throughout the summer. Recognizing the pattern, he correctly deduced it was a star and even shared his findings with an astronomer. However, due to classification restrictions, his work remained hidden until 2007. Pulsars are rapidly spinning neutron stars emitting high-energy beams of light, resembling a cosmic lighthouse. Bell Burnell's famous discovery of pulsars in 1967 at the University of Cambridge marked a significant milestone in astronomy. She spotted unusual anomalies in galactic radio wave data, leading to the identification of pulsar signals. Her subsequent observations and collaboration with Anthony Hewish unveiled this new type of star. While Bell Burnell's achievement is widely recognized, the Air Force sergeant's contribution adds an intriguing layer to the story. His observant nature and accurate calculations of the signal source in the sky, the Crab Nebula, indicate his early detection of pulsars. This revelation sheds light on the complex journey of scientific discoveries and the untold stories behind them. Continuing with the latest in space advancements, NASA engineers have detected a heartbeat signal from the Voyager 2 spacecraft, providing hope for re-establishing communication sooner. Due to a glitch, Voyager 2's antenna inadvertently shifted away from Earth, rendering it unable to receive commands or transmit data. However, NASA has now confirmed that the spacecraft is still operational through a carrier signal, resembling a heartbeat. Engineers will attempt to send a command to realign Voyager 2 with Earth, if unsuccessful, regular commands scheduled for October 15 are expected to restore communication. Launched in 1977, Voyager 2 embarked on a unique trajectory, visiting Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune, becoming the only spacecraft to explore the latter two planets. The Voyager missions are renowned for carrying golden records with greetings from Earth and capturing iconic images like the pale blue dot. Currently over 12.4 billion miles away from Earth, Voyager 2 operates with five functioning instruments and continues to contribute to scientific understanding of interstellar space. Despite its aging power source, NASA aims to extend Voyager 2's operations until 2030, surpassing its original four-year mission duration. Continuing our coverage on space, Amazon's Project Kuiper has started constructing a state-of-the-art satellite processing facility at Kennedy Space Center, marking a significant milestone in its mission to deploy a complete satellite constellation. The facility, located at Space Florida's launch and landing facility, will play a crucial role in pairing Kuiper satellites with rockets from Blue Origin and United Launch Alliance. Spanning over 100,000 square feet, the facility includes a 100-foot-tall clean room where satellites will undergo final preparations before being connected to custom spacecraft dispensers. These dispensers will then be integrated with launch vehicles like Blue Origin's New Glenn and ULA's Vulcan Centaur. 
the partnership between Project Kuiper and Florida's Spaceport Improvement Program will further invest in the state's spaceport infrastructure. With plans for 3,200 satellites in low Earth orbit, Project Kuiper aims to compete with SpaceX's Starlink in providing global broadband Internet service. Amazon has also unveiled the design of Project Kuiper terminals, hoping to challenge Starlink's market dominance. However, with Starlink planning more than 42,000 satellites, Project Kuiper faces a formidable task ahead. And now with another space story, witness the wonders of space through captivating images. Summary Explore a collection of awe-inspiring space images, including Greenland's rapid ice melting captured by NASA's Landsat 9 satellite. Unusually warm weather caused up to 50% of Greenland's snow cover to thaw rapidly, revealing a stark transformation in just six weeks. This phenomenon was attributed to warm southwesterly winds and clear skies. In other news, the U.S. Navy is preparing for NASA's Artemis II mission by training to recover the Orion spacecraft. The training involves securing a crew module test article, CMTA, which simulates the actual capsule used by the crew during their lunar journey. SpaceX's Falcon Heavy launch faced delays while launching Starlink satellites, providing an opportunity for a stunning photograph by SpaceX photographer Ben Cooper. Meanwhile, two Dream Star dolls, symbolizing women in STEM, were sent to the International Space Station last year as part of a project. Lastly, the James Webb Space Telescope captured a mesmerizing image of two baby stars, Kerbig Hero 46 and 47, forming within a gaseous cloud located 1,470 light-years away. These captivating images remind us of the beauty and mysteries that lie beyond our planet. In more news related to space, Virgin Galactic achieves $2 million in quarterly revenue following inaugural commercial spaceflight. Virgin Galactic reported a net loss of $134.4 million for the second quarter, slightly wider than the previous year. However, a company generated $1.9 million in revenue during the same period, a significant increase from the previous year's $357,000. The revenue was attributed to commercial space flights and membership fees from future astronauts. Virgin Galactic conducted two space flights during the quarter, including its long-awaited first commercial flight, with plans for a second one in August. Despite the losses, Virgin Galactic's financial position remains strong, with cash and securities totaling $980 million at the end of the quarter. The company aims to scale its business and deliver Delta-class spaceships for commercial service by 2026. To achieve this, Virgin Galactic is investing heavily in research and development expenses to expand its fleet beyond the current VSS Unity spacecraft. Although the stock experienced a slight dip in after-hours trading, it has seen a 19% increase year-to-date. With its continued focus on growth and development, Virgin Galactic aims to solidify its position in the emerging space tourism market. In other space-related news, Steve Wozniak's space venture, Privateer, plans to revolutionize satellite access through a global online marketplace. The company aims to enable private citizens to share the cost of satellite usage, potentially reducing the price from $500 to $50 per image. Privateer will leverage software tools, including artificial intelligence, to help satellite operators provide regional data to customers. They have also developed Pono, a satellite attachment that processes data while still in orbit, eliminating the need for data downlink and computing by satellite operators. Privateer intends to launch Pono on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket later this year, with full operational capability expected by 2025. The company's Wayfinder app currently used for satellite tracking, will serve as the storefront for the marketplace. 
Privateer's goal is to address the issue of space debris and create a sustainable low-Earth orbit environment. By establishing a data ride-sharing economy, they aim to reduce the number of single-use satellites launched into space. Wozniak compares the marketplace to Uber Pool Rideshare and believes it will democratize access to space, similar to the impact of GPS technology. In other news related to space, the Euclid Telescope, launched by the European Space Agency, has captured its first test images of the universe after over a decade of preparation. Equipped with a visible light camera and a near-infrared camera and spectrometer, Euclid's image quality surpasses ground-based sky surveys by at least four times. The telescope aims to investigate dark matter and dark energy, which constitute 95% of the universe. In an early test image, the visible light camera revealed countless light sources in a portion of the sky. However, the team encountered issues with sunlight contamination, which they mitigated by imaging at different angles. The near-infrared camera showcased how Euclid will determine the distance and distribution of galaxies, enabling the creation of a 3D map of the evolving universe. Although these initial images are reminiscent of the Webb Space Telescope's test images, they represent only a small fraction of Euclid's capabilities. The telescope's first scientific images are expected to be released in a few months, following optimization by the ESA team. Taking a look at more space updates, a new space weather sensor is being sent to the International Space Station, ISS, to enhance space weather forecasts. The sensor will study how solar outbursts impact Earth's upper atmosphere, aiding in predicting disruptions to satellite communication and navigational signals. Space weather, caused by interactions between charged particles from the Sun and Earth's magnetic field, can have adverse effects on satellites and space missions. The multi-needle Langmuir probe, consisting of six probes, will measure charged particle density with exceptional precision, providing valuable insights into the disturbance of radio signals as they pass through Earth's atmosphere. This will enable researchers to better understand and forecast disruptions to navigation and positioning services provided by satellites like Europe's Galileo and the U.S. GPS. The probe will be installed on the Bartolomeo platform outside the European Columbus module of the ISS, offering a clear view of Earth or space depending on its orientation. The hardware will arrive aboard the Cygnus cargo freighter, reaching the ISS before the Crew-7 mission. This advanced instrument will significantly contribute to improving space weather forecasting capabilities and mitigating potential risks associated with space missions and satellite operations. And now we move on to virtual augmented reality-related news, introducing Apple's groundbreaking Vision Pro headset, hailed as the pinnacle of consumer electronics. Priced at $3,499 and unveiled during WWDC 2023, this virtual reality VR device offers an unparalleled experience with its remarkable displays and exceptional video pass-through capability. Having personally experienced a lengthy demo session, I can attest to the headset's astonishing features. The display quality is beyond compare, leaving me in awe. What sets it apart is the ability to seamlessly use my phone for note-taking while wearing the Vision Pro, a feat unmatched by any other headset on the market. Apple has truly pushed the boundaries of VR technology with this innovation, providing users with an immersive and multitasking-friendly experience. The Vision Pro is poised to revolutionize the way we engage with virtual reality, offering a glimpse into the future of consumer electronics. Expanding on our coverage of virtual augmented reality this week, the VR and AR industry in the U.S. is offering exciting job opportunities across various sectors. While generative AI has been in the spotlight lately, other tech sectors are also experiencing significant growth. The AR, VR, and mixed reality, Mr. Industry, 
a crucial part of the emerging metaverse, is expanding despite recent shifts in Meta's stance. Industries such as gaming, manufacturing, healthcare, advertising, sports, entertainment, military logistics, education, retail, and real estate are exploring AR and VR applications. According to a report by Global Data, the global metaverse market is currently valued at $82.37 billion, with a projected compound annual growth rate of 33.6%, reaching $626 million by 2030. As a result, numerous job opportunities are being created, including roles for VR slash R slash Mr. Developers, Unity or Unreal Engine Developers, 3D Artists and Modelers, Hardware Engineers, Interaction Designers, and VR and AR Content Creators and Producers. Those interested in pursuing careers in VR, AR, and Mr. can find great job listings on the VentureBeat job board, including positions like Senior Product Manager Tech at Amazon.com Services LLC, R slash VR Camera Driver Engineer at Apple Arkansas slash VR System Software Engineer at Rhodes, and Visual Systems Designer at Meta. Moving on to another virtual augmented reality update, Amazon has expanded its virtual health clinic service, Amazon Clinic, nationwide. The platform allows users to connect with healthcare providers for common conditions through video or text message consultations. Although Amazon does not directly provide telemedicine services, it serves as a platform to connect patients with telemedicine partners such as Cure Health, Allo Alpha, SteadyMD, and Wheel. While video visits are accessible in all 50 states and Washington, D.C., message-based chat is limited to 34 states due to regulatory constraints. Amazon Clinic currently does not accept insurance, but users can use insurance to cover prescribed medications, which can be filled at any pharmacy, including Amazon's online pharmacy. The company has not disclosed the number of users who have signed up for the service. This move by Amazon represents its ongoing efforts to enter the healthcare industry, following the launch of its online pharmacy, acquisition of PillPack, and previous ventures like Amazon Care and collaborations with Berkshire Hathaway and J.P. Morgan. Continuing with the latest in virtual augmented reality advancements, Meta plans to unveil more information about its upcoming mixed reality headset, the Quest 3, at the MetaConnect event on September 27th. The company's decision to reveal the headset earlier was likely prompted by rumors of Apple's mixed reality headset announcement at WWDC. While Meta provided a glimpse of the Quest 3, many details were left undisclosed. Apple, on the other hand, revealed more information about its Vision Pro headset at WWDC. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg will deliver a keynote at MetaConnect, likely dedicating a portion of it to unveiling the Quest 3's features. Some known details about the headset include a slimmer optic profile, a faster Snapdragon chip, higher resolution displays, new touch plus controllers, and full-color pass-through mixed reality. The Quest 3 is expected to launch at a price of $499, significantly cheaper than Apple's Vision Pro. With improved design and mixed reality capabilities, the Quest 3 has generated excitement among users, including the author who plans to upgrade. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Artificial Pulse. We hope you found this exploration of the latest positive innovations in technology to be informative and inspiring. Once again, please consider supporting us through Patreon at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow as we continue to bring you the most cutting-edge developments and the brightest outlooks for the future.